0: Dust off that bottle of wine from the back of the cupboard. Push the boat out with some nibbles. Buckle up, strap yourselves in, and hold on to the seat of your knickers. Kath and Amy, they're a little bit wrong, but oh, so right.
1: You know that that is true, people. Welcome along to episode 17 of the extortionate price of a fish pie.
0: We're still here. We're still going. Now, before we kick off, I want you to imagine that we are all partaking in a massive lasagna bear with me i've been obsessing about lasagna all week the best comfort food ever we've got loads of garlic bread we've got that beautiful side salad that just makes it taste a little bit better you know what i'm talking about loads of cheese what drink are you going for kath well it's still not alcohol (laughs) a glass of water Kath isn't drinking alcohol. We're having a terrible January. I don't know about you, but it feels like January is going on forever. Literally, it
1: is the never ending month. I am getting really fed up
0: with it now. I mean, what is it? Day 3624? Something like that, yeah.
1: (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to us once more. And you are very welcome along to help us as we all navigate this bog called life, it sucks you in and doesn't let you out again. (laughs) We celebrate the many oopsie daisies that happen on an hourly, daily, minute by minute mess ups that we all make. And we come together and just celebrate them because who cares? It doesn't matter, does it?
0: No. Listen, in this podcast, we're going to be sharing with you the most gorgeous news story that is going to make your heart clench. It's going to swell and then it's just going to burst with love. Oh, I love it so much. And then one of our best word for the week challenges, I think, to date. But first of all, Kath, I need to know, how has your week been? Well, as you know, I have a lovely horse. A Shire
1: horse. She's my pride and joy and my favouritest fur face in all the world. She's beautiful. And didn't she used to pull a cart? Well, a little bit better than that. She used to do weddings. (laughs) Oh. So she pulled a carriage. Okay. She pulled the Carnival Queen through Truro many years ago. Yeah, she's done
0: it all. Been there, seen it all, done it all. Not bothered about any of it. I love your horse. She doesn't care about anything, does she? And she's so chilled out. She's literally
1: the Shire equivalent of Eeyore. So, the other day, my son decided he wanted to go for a bike ride and I said lovely, lovely son, you go on your bike, I'll go on my horse, see? Oh brilliant and did you attach your Fitbit to his bike? <laughs> well there's no point in attaching it to Duchess because it literally my Fitbit would be shouting at me you are so lazy
0: <laughs> Why? Because your horse goes so slowly Yes. She's very, very methodical
1: <laughs> So I went into the field and I said oh no we are going to have a bit of an issue you here son. Why? Why is that mum? So I said come over here and let's look over the gate into Duchess's paddock. Ah the problem was she was flat out sleeping on the floor. Oh no. And you know as well as I do that she is notoriously extraordinarily difficult to get up. So what on earth did you do? Well, you know, usually I don't bother putting a head collar on her when I bring her in from a paddock because she's basically like an overgrown dog. So I went back down, trudged back down to my stable block to get my head collar, came back up, hoping against hope that she'd heard my voice. And she thought, it's mummy. And she'd have sat up. No, 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 no. So I went in. The clank of the gate did make her raise her head. And I thought, we're in a bit of luck here. She's sitting her head up. Okay. So I went over to her and said, all right, my love... <laughs> you've got to get up uh, at which point before I could get a head collar on she flattened herself out again <laughs> oh no yeah and she does this slow blink at me like I'm not moving so I had the head collar on and I pulled I don't know how I think I'm actually going to be able to be stronger than a shire horse that's lying down I don't know either I kid myself every single time so I ended up having to go for a walk <laughs>
0: couldn't get her up this is brilliant i just love that she was not moving for anyone
1: no my yard owner he gets quite worried sometimes and he says you know when i'm walking past their paddock and i see her lying down i'm worried that she's dead <laughs> and i go in and check on her and i said look if there's no birds on her you know she's alive
0: <laughs> <laughs> so she managed to get out of the ride did she get up for her food afterwards well when we came back she was waiting by the gate
1: <laughs> yeah. That's typical. Yeah, we had words. So anyway, enough about me. How's your week been?
0: My daughter is undertaking a art and design course. She's in her second year and she's doing a project all about pollution. She wants to make a beautiful dress out of fishermen's netting.
1: Wow. And she is amazing at making clothes. I have never seen a girl be able to take something and make it into something else so quickly and so beautifully.
0: Oh, We had to try and get hold of some fisherman's netting, obviously used so that it kind of fits with the whole purpose of the project. My daughter is now experimenting how she is going to fashion this netting. But I took it over to my mum's to show her and proceeded to get it all out. And I put seaweed and all sorts of disgusting stuff all over her front living room floor. Well, didn't you think about that? What's the matter with you? No, I didn't think it was used netting, that it would have stuff in it. (sighs) You just get things in your head and
1: you just go with them with no thought for the consequences. And frankly, everyone's
0: had enough. (laughs) My mum definitely has. I'm not surprised. (laughs) Now, as you know, if you have listened to previous episodes of our podcast, we love to bring a confession because Kath and I get things disastrously wrong on a daily basis. And we feel the need to share it with you. And hopefully it'll make you feel a bit better about your whoopsie daisies. Don't you think, Kath? I don't see how it couldn't, to be fair. And it's your turn again because you've shared something with me this week that everyone (laughs) needs to hear about. I actually can't believe you've done this. So fanfare, please. put us all out of our misery what have you found out what have you
1: discovered this week that you've done well I am notoriously rubbish at sending birthday cards Christmas cards I just can't be bothered with doing it to be honest with you I just can't I just don't see the point but for some reason or another this year I got a bee in my bonnet about sending my sister a Christmas card I don't know why because I've never ever wanted to send anyone a card you didn't give me a card this
0: year I don't give anyone cards you are telling me that you went to all effort of going to the shop mm-hmm. picking out a really lovely christmas card for your sister to send in the post you took some time to yeah. write said cards yeah stamped it, post office, yeah, so far so good. And you've only just discovered there's an issue with it. Yes, she phoned me and she said,
1: (laughs) thank you ever so much for the card. In all the years you've never sent me a card, the one that you sent me this year, you left blank, you'd forgotten to write in it. (laughs) She said, the only reason I knew it was from you is because you'd written from the gibbos on
0: the back of the envelope. She said the rest of the card was blank. So you're telling me in your excitement at getting said card, you then didn't write inside it. No, I wrote
1: nothing. (laughs) It was completely blank and I tried to cover it over by saying, well, it's because I thought you could recycle it and use it yourself. That doesn't
0: cut the mustard. No,
1: she didn't buy it either. So that was it. That was my one foray into sending cards
0: and I'm not going to bother again. I don't think you should because if you're anything like me with cards, I will quite often need to get a card for someone. Maybe they've moved house or had a new baby Mm. and then I get them completely muddled up. Yeah. The last time I did this, somebody was retiring from a job they'd been in for a very long time (laughs) and I sent them a card that said, congratulations, you're moving. (laughs) House. It, wow it didn't work kath and amy they're a little bit wrong but oh so right
1: so every week we like to scour looking for a new story that has warmed the cockles of our hairy old hearts and i tell you what this is a beaut i think this is our best one yet actually. so do i it's so heartwarming photographer tobias baumgartner thank you Yes. Well done, you've got you got it right. Thank you. Has captured the image of two widowed penguins looking over the Melbourne skyline. It has won an award, don't you know? The Oceanographic Magazine's Ocean Photography Awards 2020. And the backstory is
0: just delicious. You need to try and search for this photo and have a look if you've got access oh. to online, because it's just gorgeous. In
1: the photo, there are two penguins. There's a lighter penguin who is an elderly Female whose partner died last year. I know, and the darker penguin in the photo is a young male who lost his partner two years ago. Biologists have been following them. They meet every night at the same time, and the male puts his flipper around the elderly female and they just stand for hours staring out over the skyline. It is so
0: Cute. So they're just comforting each
1: other. They just meet and comfort each other for hours on end and then they just waddle off and then meet again the next day. That has given me goosebumps. I know, but what makes me worry is because she's old, one day he's going to waddle up to
0: go and give her a
1: hug and she's not going to turn up because she's going to be dead. It's awful to think about.
0: What's he going to do then? Well, He'll meet someone else that he can look after. Do you think so? Yes. Okay. Oh, that became very stressful. It's worrying me, that's yeah, all. No, I understand, Kat.
1: You need to go and find this picture online because honestly, it is just the most adorable thing with his flip around her back.
0: I need to tell you something that I found very shocking. Oh, here we go. So we live in the beautiful county that is Cornwall, as many of you might know. And I have just found out that according to Google search data, Cornwall's only city, being Truro, has been ranked as the UK's most tired. Really? Yeah, people in Truro searched for information on how to combat tiredness 26.7% more often than the national average. No way. Why?
1: What makes Truro such a tired city? Perhaps we should go and live there. We're always tired.
0: I don't think we need to add to their percentages anymore, do we? You know what it's time for now, don't you? Absolutely. It is our word for the week. This is a challenge that we love to bring for every single episode of our podcast. We're reintroducing words that have long been lost and they're so much better words than we use now in our English language, aren't they? 100%. I love so many of the words that we're bringing back and we're hoping that you can take this word and slip it seamlessly into conversation with whoever you meet. Doesn't matter who it is and then you move on with your your life. So we need a drum roll before I reveal said word. Now this is a 17th century word. It's brilliant. Whiffler. Oh that sounds like a creature out of Harry Potter. What does that mean? A chronically indecisive and evasive person who swings from one course of action to another. Well that's you. Is it? That's you love. This is why you make so many blunders through life. You are a whiffler. <laughs> I don't think I am. You are. okay. I'll take that name, Wiffler. Good. So can you take this word and slip it seamlessly into conversation and then give yourself an internal high five? We will salute you if you manage to. We love a salute. Before we go any further, Kath, I need to let you know about my fridge because I'm so excited (laughs) I don't actually know what to do with myself. Wow, life in the bus lane, eh? Don't knock it till you've tried it. Kath and I haven't been able to go to each other's houses for so long and there's so many things we're going to discover about each other when we can get together properly again. I have got this new fridge I have been coveting for so long. Literally I cannot
1: tell you how long Amy's been going on about getting a new fridge and I am so thankful that she's actually got one now and she can stop going on. Well this is what I thought she could
0: stop going on. My daughter has to take an awful lot of medication and much of it has to be stored in the fridge. We were really really struggling so we've got this new fridge it's bigger there's a whole shelf for all her medication but do you know what else it's got no it has got an ice machine very handy in January yes it is I don't care if it's (laughs) January February March I don't care okay we've got an ice machine and filtered water and you're not afraid to use it crushed ice Cubed ice, whatever ice you like. Brilliant. Gin and tonic, I can give you ice. Please
1: don't mention gin. I'm still doing dry January, which has (laughs) been about six months it's so
0: exciting that you can press a button and little cubes of ice come out. It's the little things isn't it babes. It is but I have been reading up about fridges because obviously I've been reading up about fridges. This is what I mean. (laughs) This is what I have to contend with. Well you've got to research haven't you before you buy something. You will soon be able to get a fridge that can talk to you and it replies. Wow. Do you ever stand staring blankly at the contents of your fridge and think what am I going to do with what in here many many times daily almost actually well there you go help is at hand Samsung other makes of fridges are available have invented this new fridge that will connect with you and your family and entertain like never before it sounds like
1: a Doctor Who monster in waiting it's an artificial intelligence it's going to take on a life of its own before you know it there's going to be fridges rampaging through the streets no thank
0: you it includes a meal planner personalised recipes it'll store your allergies. When food's expiring, you can even get it to put together a shopping list for you. Oh no, I'm sorry. Anything AI scares me. I thought it could help me with my dieting because I could get to the fridge and it would say, (laughs) no, step away. And it just won't open its doors. You'll be pulling and pulling at them and it'll be, go away. Go away. (laughs) But can you imagine when you sneak down and it's really late at night and everyone's asleep Mm. and you think, do you know what? Mm. There's that little bit of cheesecake in the fridge. And if I have it now, then I don't have to share. And you open the fridge and a big booming voice like a foghorn comes out and says, she's eating a cheesecake, she's (laughs) eating a
1: cheesecake. Yeah, no thanks. You can keep that fridge. I'll just stick with the one that I've got. Thank you. I'm not having one of those. I will not entertain it in my house. No, but an ice machine is... Is the future. Happy days. If you're happy, I'm happy. Every week, we love, well, I love to bring you a survival tip to get you through because I think we all need it, especially in the dark, miserable month of January. You're welcome. Which keeps going on and on and on. This week, there's an element of this I feel like we're never going to see again, but we will. Have you got no flashlight on your phone? Fear not. Take a picture of the sun.
0: And just use that in the dark. You sounded like you were doing an advert then. Did I? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can't see how this is going to work, Kath. I haven't
1: been able to give it a go. I haven't been able to test run it because obviously there is no sun at the moment. <laughs> it's just grey and dark And winter and yuck. Remember, we're trying to give people hope with our podcast and bring a bit of humour. and dark. (laughs) There's
0: no way to cheer up January. I'm just saying it as it is. I'm going to give this a go to see if it works and check this out, because this is probably your most ridiculous survival guide tip to date. How utterly rude. (laughs) And with that survival guide, we've
1: actually come to the end of the podcast, Amy Williams. I can't actually believe we've got to the end already. So until next time, thank you for your company for episode 17 of The Extortionate Price of a Fish Pie. And we hope we've brought a bit of light relief into your lives as you realise that basically you can just laugh at us and get on with your lives. It's all good. And I'm
0: sure you've got a little bit of ice envy now. And I don't blame you. I doubt it. Say goodbye, Amy. Toodle pip. Say goodbye. Cheers and gone.